Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warren Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, and don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. America Held in Contempt is a nation in rebellion against God and even against itself. America is divided and as such will not stand. The sins are many in this place called America. We have piped and you have not danced. Herein lay wisdom and a warning directed at America and her generations. Wisdom, Jesus said, is justified of her children. Prophets burdened valley of vision. The prophet spoke the light of God with his truth, but the truth had fallen. His prophets were full of wind. Finding grace in time of need. Finding grace, no doubt, in perilous times, we need God's grace. We also need his guidance to help us in our journey in these dangerous prophetic end of days. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com. Prophecy Christian World News on Classic Warn Radio. Prophecy Christian World News has to do with the persecuted church. Pertinent news events and the persecuted church worldwide reveals to us over time the trends both in real time and prophecy. Snare to Salvation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 69 on Battle Lines. Snare to Salvation brings people to the decision-making process to do what is necessary. Many times it is not anything to do with salvation, but in the Lord's dealing with both Judah and in the life of people, it relates to redemption. And don't miss our latest Warren Radio episodes from the week of May 3rd through the through May 5th, Wednesday's show on the 3rd, Savor of Life, Foibles and Follies, Collapse, Debt, Slavery, Persecuted Church at Warren Radio. Thursday's show on the 4th of May, Lord's Salvation, Lord's Servant, Heritage, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 172 on Battle Lines. Friday show on May 3rd, Armor of Light, Revelation, Throne of Iniquity, Part 12 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising, a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. This nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. And don't miss The Rising. And The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Angus and Robertson, 
and the rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglennsmith.com and while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yes. Greetings. Welcome to a Friday. How long have you been waiting for Friday? Well, around these neck of the woods, you know, the five-day work week, you know, we have quite a few people that have different setups. They work for quite a few days, and then when they're off, they have quite a few days off. And yet they still put in 40, 50, 60 hours, whatever. But welcome to Friday. As if it's sanctified above all others. In America, we like our Fridays because our work week is based on Monday through Friday and many of the churches consider Sunday as the Sabbath. But the Sabbath begins sunset tonight. Actually, there is a little detail in there when the first star comes out. So at any rate, so Shabbat is Friday night to Saturday night. And the state of Israel began its fight against those who want to destroy the state. It's against Hamas, mainly. And, of course, there's quite a few other jihadists in there, but Iran is kind of a secret supporter of Hamas, or tries to be. And so if you want to know where all the missiles come from that they're firing, they're coming from Iran. While while Iran acts like a normal nation, they're funding terrorism. That's the way it works. So now that America has its borders practically open when they shouldn't be open well guess what you think that your border being open isn't going to attract the bad guys yeah it's gotten everywhere every secret thug this side of the whatever is coming here to get into America so if you look back And all the things that we've been seeing, explosions, large producers of various kinds of products find their places going up in fire. And a lot of other things, train wrecks, you name it. And I'll tell you, You can look back a long ways. I mean a long ways. You can go back in the 60s and even earlier. And you're not going to find so much happening as we are today. It's corrupt. 
And we got people up there say, well, we're doing it. We're, the border's secure, and yet they're pouring over the border. And they're also working to get them in here. Well, the problem is, is that your agenda to fill America with foreigners, and we know what you're doing. When Barack Obama showed up, I warned about what he was doing because I knew it. I knew it ahead of time. And the reason I knew it is because when he first showed up, I had a friend, fellow pastor who's passed on. And... Uh, we did a number of shows together about it because there were witnesses that knew Barack Obama in Kenya. They knew what he was like. They knew what he was trying to do. They knew he was into witchcraft and they were doing sacrifices, blood sacrifices to get him in. Meanwhile, there were other powers that had money like George Soros. Isn't it convenient how wickedness comes together? Well, I got news for you today. You know, today's broadcast, of course, this is the series, Revelation Throne of Iniquity. This is part 13. 13 is not a good number. In the movies, if you're on floor 13, that's a curse. <laughs> 13 is not an even number. 13 is considered even motel rooms as being of the devil. Now, just because we're part 13, we're not of the devil, but we're exposing darkness. And I didn't plan it that way. It just turned up that this is Throne of Iniquity Part 13, and I'm here to tell you something. The first part of this study is found in Christ, and he's not of the devil. He is of righteousness and truth. He's going to expose the devil. He's going to destroy the devil, and he's going to destroy the minions. He's going to destroy the principalities and powers. How do you like that? If you've got dark principalities and powers in your lives, they can be destroyed. There is no name under heaven that can't overcome the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the only begotten Son of God, period. Found in Christ. America is not found in Christ. America is just a nation today. But at one time it was more than a nation. For it sent out multitudes of missionaries, printed multitudes of Bibles and Bible materials. America was alone as far as that in the amount that we produced. But there were other nations that sent missionaries. And they produced material. For the Lord. But see, today we have these meager attempts by the devil. They've managed to get one thing called satanic, the satanic temple. And we have a number of young people that are fascinated with darkness. Well, young people, you better get your head out of that darkness. Because there is a Lord coming that will destroy all such things and those who follow them. They all will be destroyed by the brightness of his coming. Those who know the Lord will be consumed in the light and glorified. Those who do not know the Lord will be consumed in the light and their souls will be in hell. Found in Christ, Revelation, Throne of Iniquity, Part 13. And if you're in room 13 and you're saved, those powers of darkness in that room 13 are not going to overcome you. 
Curses are not going to overcome you if you're found in Christ. The enemy will try to attack you, try to destroy you, but in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you can bind those principalities and powers. This land of America has been overcome and overrun by a spirit of filth because we have rejected and many of the church have become lukewarm. But they've got money. They've got nice edifices. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Those nice edifices, every church, including all the Catholic churches built, you may not like this, but all that made by hand doesn't even compare to the hand of God and what he does. If you follow in the Old Testament, knew anything about the law, and I wrote an article about this, when you were to build, and this was before the law had come, but there was still the law. When they built an altar, they couldn't use a hewn stone. Hewn stone is in that article I wrote quite a while ago. But it points out that you had to use the natural made formation rocks wherein no instrument of man had ever carved on it. Because see, that's what the heathen do. They will take a stone, a rock, they'll even take gold or silver, and they'll find a way to make a God and worship it, a God that cannot see, cannot hear, cannot move, cannot walk, cannot do anything, and they will worship it as though it's the Lord God. So Abraham and the others knew, don't you touch a rock. Don't you make it like the heathen do. You stack them up in honor of God. Stand there and seek the Lord God. Now you see today, you don't have to do that, Christian. Because the kingdom of God is within you. The temple of God is within you. The spirit of God is within you. And God has given you power and authority in his name. To use it righteously. Not to obtain mammon and become rich. For your riches are going to perish. You honor God with your tithes, he'll take care of you. You give more, he'll take care of you and bless you. Found in Christ, walking in the light. As he is in the light. You can match that to 1 John chapter 1. You can look in that and you'll find it. If you truly belong to Jesus Christ. Remember he is in the light as he walks. Because he is the light. You know he told those when he was here. He said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light. Because behold, in the land, there was darkness. And the Son of God showed up and there was light. Yet darkness plotted against him. And he knew, for he had come not to become the king of the world. For he was already the king of kings and lord of lords. He had come to show the truth to mankind and bring redemption to all men so that they might believe and be saved. So if you're going to be in this world, you need to be found in that light of Christ. The world sits in darkness. And especially in America, a nation that was never perfect, but it was never satanic. Yeah, there were those who did that. When I began many, 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 many years ago, because my career was a chef. I have been a chef working every aspect of the restaurant, know it inside and out. 
I've been a general manager, food and beverage manager, executive chef, chef, cook, lead cook, you name it, I can do it. But a long time ago, when I was first starting out, I was working in the restaurant. Small little pancake house, working the line. Then that little restaurant got sold. And the executive chef that was going to take over came in. And he had let the word known that everybody in the place were going to be fired. He didn't want any of them. So one day, just before, I think it was after they closed, I went in there. No, no, come to think of it, it was still open and running. And I found him in there because he was doing some preliminary work. And I said, you know, Chef, I'm beginning. I don't know anything. But I'll work for you for whatever you want to give me. And I will learn. And I'll do my best if you'll help me. He hired me. I was the only one out of the entire crew he hired. In the kitchen, that is. I don't know about up front. And over the period of time, we became good friends. He was a big man. His wife was as tall as he was. Now just a young punk. I remember fondly of my beginnings in that industry. And he would come up and his arms would wrap around me. He'd start laughing. He said, this is my trainee. But see, by that time, I was learning a lot more. I could run the line. I could flip eggs. I could flip more eggs you could shake a stick at. You may not even know what that is. But I do. Well, the moral of the story is not to bore you with that. The moral of the story, we had a dishwasher who I got to know. One day he was talking to me, he pulled out this book. And he said, take a look at this. Well, I was raised in the church. I knew what a Bible was. That wasn't like our Bible. It was one of the first copies of the Satanic Bible. Which was written by a certain Satanist that is very familiar. He's long since passed. And that kid said, I go by Satan. That's my name. I said, well, that's unique, huh? A kid, a punk kid that calls him Satan. It didn't have any impact because I knew the Lord. I just thought he was... Well, really off. Then one day, you know, he'd do weird things. Then one day, as the dishwasher. Now, if you're not familiar, these dishwashers, and and they have a big hose, and they just spray all the food off of it. The food goes down into the food disposer, and it grinds up. One thing you don't do is stick your hand down there. While I was working the line, I wasn't watching what he was doing. The chef was in there. You know, all, all the crew. All of a sudden, he starts screaming bloody murder. And, of course, his hand was down in the disposal. Oh, man. Talk about a gut-wrenching feeling to have your hand in there. I mean, it would have ground it right down. And after everybody was looking and coming to the rescue, he pulled out his hand and started laughing. I'll tell you, he was lucky that day. <laughs> because there was people ready to do more.
he ended up leaving. But you see, these kids today are infatuated with Satan just the way this kid was. And that satanic Bible was indeed written by this one person. And how he got the thing, I will never know. At any rate, to have fellowship with Christ, you need to be in the light with him. That's why you receive him. So you see, the world sits in darkness, and in America, there's a flood of filth, and we have darkness like we've never seen. But many of the youth, there, there's a lot of youth that embrace this darkness and this filth. A lot of others are filled with unclean spirits. This land is a walking inhabitation of the devil today. And yeah, there's churches. But I can tell you, if you had a few preachers like some of the great preachers that we've had in the world, that'd be different. You know, people like Shambach, David Wilkerson. Billy Graham wouldn't put up with it, neither would his son, Franklin. See, we're not here to bring judgment. We're here to bring you the truth and the light so you will avoid judgment. And there is no doubt the satanic temple is in its glory. Oh, there's been Satanists and witchcraft going clear back to the Salem witch trials. And we got modern witches. Now, see, I was raised to witches during Halloween. And when I was going trick-or-treating, I wasn't worshiping Satan. I was getting treats because I wanted the free candy and stuff. I had a lot of my buddies that did the same thing. They went to church. They weren't celebrating Satan. It's the same thing with Christmas. We went to church, celebrated Christ. Santa Claus brought the presents. We didn't think nothing of it. We weren't worshiping Santa Claus. We knew the Lord. But they twisted that all around where if you're a Christian, you can't do anything with Christmas. If you have a tree, they tried to tie that to the Asheroth and other things that the children of Israel did. where they had put images on those trees. Well, see, we weren't worshiping the pine tree. I liked the smell and I liked the colored lights. I'd sit under the tree and look at them. I wasn't worshiping anybody. Of course, I was a kid. But you see, we have satanic gatherers today and we have the satanic temple that wants to take small children and sacrifice them simply because they're considered an abortive fetus that they're going to abort, in other words. They're not life. And I've seen a lot of young girls celebrating on the street. One was screaming, I'm just going to go get pregnant so I can kill one of these effing babies. Well, honey, if you try that, you're going to be found wanting and you're going to bring a curse upon yourself and you'll need to repent. You need to repent anyway, but you're going to really need to repent because that'll be blood guilt. See, the churches don't tell them about the cost. Blood guilt can only be taken care of by the one who shed the blood. So if you kill someone in cold blood, your blood is required in order to loose the curse. 
But today, thank God, Yahshua died upon the tree so you can come to him and find forgiveness. But see, when you have a nation full of people, kids, young kids, young girls, and then you've got boys that think they're girls and they grow breasts. Have you ever seen some of these? The only reason I did is because the other day, this young man who claimed to be a cross-dresser, and if he had his uniform on, you wouldn't really know. But see, he's a cross-dresser, or the transgender, that uh, Joe Biden hired to try to get more people into the military. You know, back in the colonial times, we call, we had, there was a black regiment of preachers because they wore all black. One of these preachers was famous for a saying that there's a time to preach and there's a time to fight. And he had a word given to, the const, uh, to his congregation and he went out to meet the British with a rifle in hand. Now, while I'm not telling you to grab a rifle, I'm telling you that there is time to fight in America. You need to fight darkness. You need to pray. Fast if you want to. But you need to wake up, for your fancy churches are not going to save you from what's coming. Matter of fact, I can tell you on good authority by the example set globally, because we cover the persecuted church every week. That the Christians who sit in their churches become targets. The church doesn't protect them. It didn't even in the time of the Roman Empire. And this was the time that, you know, Constantine was the head, probably a little after. And they would go into the churches when the pagans invaded Rome. And they would slaughter the Christians in here. I talked about this a couple weeks ago or so. And Augustine wrote a paper called The City of God explaining why you can sit in a church and the enemy can kill you there. But we see it all the time. God destroyed the temple, his temple with his name, name on it, he, you know, in Jerusalem. All the priests, the high priests, all of them. Some of them got killed. Some of them went into captivity. That's the way it was. Seventy years later, they had to build a new one, new temple. They had gotten released. We're covering that in our Isaiah series. Matter of fact, we already covered it. You're not going to save America by being a Satanist. You're not going to enjoy the darkness by being a Satanist. You're going to suffer the consequences. You may think now you can get away with stuff. Because we are coming in. Right now, we're in the power of darkness right now. But not like it's going to be. And I've talked about the power of darkness before. The Lord knew about the power of darkness. And he talked about it, and it's in the Gospels. Because it was their time. And darkness completed its threat and got the Lord convicted, put on the cross, Something the Romans knew how to do was crucify people. And the Lord was crucified with two thieves. One of them mocked him and the other said, rebuked the other one. And he knew the Lord was righteous. 
And he said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And the Lord said, today you'll be with me in my kingdom. You'll be in paradise. You see, when the Son of Man went to the cross and died on that cross, he was shedding blood. That's the atonement. For it is through the shedding of blood that atonement is made, for that's what the Lord had determined. But the blood of bulls and goats could never permanently remove your sins. It took a sacrifice, a sinless sacrifice. That's why Christ is called the Lamb of God, because that's who he was. That's exactly why John called him the Lamb of God. Because the Lamb of God in a sacrifice has to be blameless, perfect. So the ultimate sacrifice was the Son of God who was perfect. That's why he came. That's why he suffered. That's why he died. But one thing, darkness, while he was dead and in the tomb and he was suffering on the cross, every demon in hell was rejoicing. Even Satan was proud. Because they'd gotten rid of this one. They rejoiced until after three days and he came again. And was appearing all over town. Hundreds of witnesses. Yep, they found out on that day who he was. You see, one day the Lord's coming back and he's going to put an end to this. He has given you the choice to walk in righteousness, which can only be found in Christ. You can be a good Christian. You can walk around and be a good person. But in order to be righteous in God's eyes, it must be through Christ. For the righteousness of Christ is imputed unto you. Paul's letter to the Ephesians connects the righteousness in the Lord to those followers that are found in Christ Jesus. You choose. Having your understanding darkened or being found in the light of Christ and having your understanding opened up in the Lord. You see, because he's coming and his reward is with him. Therefore, you need to choose wisely. But many today have not chosen wisely at all. And making threats and killing innocent babies, <laughs> that's not going to get you any brownie points. You need to save a life. Stop abortion. Stop all these kids from being transgendered and stop promoting your science as God. But you're not going to do it. You're going to continue to do it. We know that. You see, because science, and that includes technology, when you have science and that knowledge to have science and that world's wisdom, without God, it is an idol. With God, you can glorify God. Now we're beginning right in Leviticus. Leviticus 17. You know. And it says this, 6 and 7. And the priest shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar of the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and burn the fat for a sweet savor unto the Lord. These concerning 
the sacrifice. They're going to sprinkle the blood. Now the way the children of Israel got out of Egypt, they had to have a Passover lamb where God would have the death angel pass over the homes of those who obeyed. That's why he was the Passover lamb. That's why you celebrate Passover. Christ is the fulfillment of Passover because the sins of men are passed over because of the blood of Christ that has been applied to the lives of those who have received it. And so they sprinkled the blood on the altar of the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and burned the fat for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And it says this, And they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils, after whom they have gone a-whoring. This shall be a statute forever unto them throughout their generation. Now you see, the blood is sacred because the life of the flesh is in the blood. It's what keeps you alive. And it's the blood that makes atonement for the soul. And Leviticus 17, 10 through 11 says this, And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood and will cut him off from among his people. Now these are powerful scriptures. Now see, being in the restaurant, I know something about blood, especially animal blood. Because in the old days, we used to break down a half a beef. I once had a customer come in. I was behind the line. And he walked right into the kitchen. He said, I want a blood rare steak. And this is how you're going to cook it. You grab that steak, slide its ass across, excuse the expression, slide its ass across the grill, turn it over and slide it back and put it on a plate. And if you don't, I'll be back here. And he was a big guy. He didn't ask the waitresses. So he got a steak. I did that. He came back. He was all smiles. He shook my hand and gave me a tip. A good tip. See, there are those that like bloody rare steaks. I worked with a chef. When I was working for the Holiday Inns. He was a good chef. He was a working chef. And I was watching him one day because he was cutting up this big hunk of beef, cutting it into cubes. And he would cut it up. He'd grab a piece of that raw, never been cooked, and throw it in his mouth and eat it. He did that as he worked. Now see, that didn't interest me. But you see, the devil also uses blood. And he uses bloodshed as a weapon to kill others. He uses the sacrifice of children to receive praise from those who do it because it's how they honor the devil. Cain slew Abel. And that was blood guilt. In Psalm 106, 34 to 43, remember when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, there was a mixed multitude behind them. This mixed multitude represented the Gentiles. There were Egyptians and others who followed because they had seen 
what had been going on. So they followed the children of Israel. But they took their own little idols and stuff with them. Now Psalm 106, 34, 43 tells you that the children of Israel mingled among the heathen and learned their works. America, being Gentile, most of them, mingled with other heathen Gentiles and learned their works, which are offensive to God. Verse 34, they did not destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded them. When they went into land, they were to destroy them because this was judgment. That's how they got in there. Verse 35, but were mingled among the heathen and learned their works. 36, and they served their idols, which were a snare unto them. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus they were defiled with their own works, and went a-whoring with their own inventions. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people, insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them into the hand of the heathen, and they that hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their hand. Many times did he deliver them, but they provoked him with their counsel and were brought low for their iniquity. Now, you see, God does the same thing today. And if you think you bunch of Gentile nations can go, and, and this addressed to those who like to go kill, especially Christians, and that happens to be the Muslim terrorists. But also we find the Hindus doing it and other groups. But shedding innocent blood is just not killing innocent Christians or any innocent religious person because you don't like them. It's shedding of innocent blood, people who haven't done anything, and you just go kill them. But see, they did more than that. They shed the blood of their sons and their daughters. And that's what abortion is likened to today. And you're doing it to your own kids, but you're also... The loss of natural affection is one of the signs of the end times. Willing to kill their own. Now you see, if you grow fish, which I did, I raised them. There's a special process that you put the pregnant female when she's about ready to be due in a separate tank. And these have small little places. And they lead to outside that tank where she's at. There's no other fish in the other part. So when she has the babies, they swim downward to get away from mom. And she can't get to them there, because otherwise she would eat them. And there are a number of animals that will eat their young. It's hard to believe that humans will eat their young in the sense of sacrifice them, shedding their blood because of something that you want to do. And you're heaping it on your own lusts. Now see, when we talk about sin, it's not just about the shedding of blood. This is just one aspect. And verse 10 of this same one I've been reading says, And also, all that generation were gathered unto their fathers, and there rose another generation after them which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Balaam. That's another God. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, and brought, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, and followed other gods. And the gods of the people that are round about them, and bound themselves to them, and provoked the Lord to anger, and they forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtaroth. Now, we're not going to go any further on that. But the thing of it is, 
We've had generations, not one, generations of American children who do not know the Lord. And they've been taught in their schools lies. And because they didn't know the Lord, they've been led astray. And because many of them have followed these advices, there's a lot of things that are happening to them. Not to mention the least of which, because of what they're doing, they will make entire generations of kids impotent, not able to have children because of what these butchers are doing to them. Now you may not like what I'm telling you today, but you need to pay attention. We know the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. That's all over. Everybody knows that. And the children of Israel have been paying for their sins forever. But because of Jesus Christ, Yahshua, who happens to be a Jew, the apostles were Jew, they have hope. There are Jews today that are messianic. They know the Lord. And they're living in Israel trying to spread the word to the rest of them. There's also ultra-Orthodox Jews and others who are Jewish. And I remember the time when some of them would go out and kill Christians and even got in trouble for it. <clears throat> You see, they, there's groups in Israel that don't like Christians to have the right to be a Christian in Israel. But luckily, Netanyahu and others have really, you know, said that they need to be. Christians today are one of the major supporters of Israel. And God will save Israel. He will protect them. He will help them. But there's going to be wars. There's going to be trouble. Yes, with them. Like there is going on today. The sons of Abraham can't get along. But neither can the Gentiles. And the children of Israel dwelt among the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And they took their daughters to be their wives and gave their daughters and their sons and served other gods. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and forgot the Lord their God and served Balaam in the groves. And that's the way it went with Israel. Then they were sold into captivity, into fighting. And they would cry and the Lord would hear them and deliver them. So if you want America to stay America, you better be praying and fasting really seriously. You and your family need to repent. Take care of them first. Lead them to the light but you have to find the light today through Christ you can be forgiven and if you've done things that are irreversible and you wanted to become this or that Christ can forgive you he can heal you but you have to forsake darkness just because things are okay in America just because we make it lawful for you to kill babies through the abortion laws and through states that allow it that does not make it right and God will hold you accountable for all your sins but if you know the Lord and you confess those sins to the Lord you will have the power to be free forgiven forever just walk in his light Father, thank you for this word. I address those that hear this whenever they do. 
Lord, may they walk in the light as you are in the light. May they know you. Heal them and deliver them from whatever ails them. Make a way for them. Help them to understand your word, your truth. And may they find you, Lord, in the Spirit of God, who can bring them life and liberty, love and peace, and the truth of God. In Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. In Jesus' name. Now, we'll be in Ephesians. We are coming down to the end of this. Go by our websites at warn-usa.com. DanaGlynSmith.com and listen to the shows, read the articles, and if you need anything, contact us through our contact pages. I don't answer any correspondence online through social media. Not at all. Also, check out our books. You can go to our store on Dana Glenn Smith. The latest is The Rising. And this book is a Christian fiction, but it centers around America. And it also details the things that we find are going on in America. And I tell you why. In a narrative form, action form, conversation with characters to bring the truth. It's called The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. And it's right now, one of the places you can find it is Amazon. Just type in The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. We're on a lot of them. Wherever you find books, you can do the same. Ask for The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Read it and let me know what you think. It'll help you to understand what's happening today. It's a non-threatening book, folks. It's a fun, moving thing with a lesson and an important truth. Take care of yourself. This is a Friday. We're going, we're going into the weekend. If you can find peace today in America, which you can through Christ, have a good weekend. If you need peace, call on Christ. Till next time. My friends, be safe. Watch over your family. And do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord. Don't do anything else. God will hold you accountable. Until next time. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.